Welcome everyone to Lessons with Mike. I'm here today with Lily. Hi. We're going to talk about how she beats people up for fun. Yes, kind of for my job too. So She gets paid to beat people up. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah, the most I made for one fight was like $3. It was great. Okay, so we got to get some, uh, we got to start gambling on these fights because you have a pretty, pretty good record, right? Yeah, right now I have actually, I think five wins and two losses. So I think people need to start putting more money on me. What happened was the last fight I did, I got like a, a certain percentage of tickets sold under my name, but the only tickets sold under my name were the tickets that like my mom bought. So I I basically just got three dollars from my mom. But well, it's nice that your family <laughs> supports you. Yeah, it is nice. I'm glad they they come to every fight. Not that not everyone's family comes to their fights, which is crazy to me because if my parents didn't come watch me fight I think I would be like really sad so I'm lucky that they do come (laughs) so yeah let's talk about this how did this start what kind of fights are these okay so this is jujitsu and the reason I started is actually really funny so I used to lie about it um I used to tell people that like my so my my two younger siblings have done jujitsu for at this point like four years like way longer than me and my dad was always like hey, like, you need to get into a sport. Like, I think you should get out of the house. You should do jujitsu because, you know, we have two members of the family already doing it. Like, you should do jujitsu. It'd be fun for you. And then I went to one of my sister's competitions and I was like, dude, this looks so cool. Like, I want to do jujitsu. So that is partially true. Like, technically, yes, that's true. The okay, real now, story, now we're going to get to the real truth. <laughs> the real truth, which I've just recently started telling people because at first I was really embarrassed by it, but now I I'm not. I'm not embarrassed reason. by it anymore. So... Yeah, it's it is kind of embarrassing. Um, my sister, when she started jujitsu, she was young, so she was in like a kids class, and the kids class like teacher I thought was just really really attractive, and I was like, I'm gonna do jujitsu because this really cute guy takes jujitsu. And now you're and both dating each other, right? Yes. So almost two years later, we're dating. So it worked out for me. See, it, it all was comes like, together. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good six months of me just, like, constantly bothering him. And then finally, he was like, like, do you want to, like, go out for coffee or something? And I was like, yeah, I would love to. What a great idea. So you got to be persistent. And eventually, the hot jujitsu teachers will notice you. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then I also ended up falling in love with the sport, too. Like, it's really a really fun sport. Like, it was a win-win for me because I got a boyfriend. But then I also, like, had this really fun sport that I do. And all of my friends who do it too are like really cool. They're all really supportive. And I've gone to, I'm now at a different gym than my original gym, but even still like the guys from the gym I used to go to are still super nice. They always text me before I fight and they say good luck. So it's still like, I have like this sport that I like, but it's like everyone is like a family to me who does it. So that's awesome. Now, how does this work? Is it, is it like, uh, like other types of fighting where it's broken by like weight classes and height classes? So how do you, how is that determined? Yeah, so it is, it depends what you do. So it's always in a weight class, unless you have um, like an open class or like an open weight. So general, I don't ever do open weight. I only do my weight class. So it'll be, mine would be 140 to 150 pounds or 135 to 145 pounds. Um, so you have a whole, you could, you could be 135 pounds fighting someone who is 10 pounds heavier than you, but generally the difference is not, it doesn't feel like that much bigger. Um so you fight by weight class and then certain 
tournaments put you in also an age group. Obviously, you don't want to be six years old fighting someone who is 20 because that would just not be fair. Um, oh, so yeah, they have 20-year-old, they don't stand a chance. Yeah, sometimes the six-year-olds are crazy, man. They have that cardio. <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't get tired either. They don't. I would know. I teach the six-year-olds. They're nuts, though. But so you have, um, like, the kids who were, like, three to six who really, like, they, you can't let them submit each other because, A, they're not going to do it right. But, B, they're so little, like, they're going to hurt themselves. So yeah. you have them. They get, like, they do, like, a one-minute match. And then you have, like, seven to ten and then 12 to 15. And then you get into 16 to 17. And then once you're 18 – you fight people from age 18 to 29 and then you have master, which is 30 to 39. And then master two is like uh, 31 to, or sorry, 40 to 49 and so on and so forth. You can be like 70 doing jujitsu. Like I've seen competitions of people like 70 years old doing jujitsu. And the people um, you fight are like in your age group typically. That also depends. <laughs> so it's it's weird. So I went to the tournament where not enough people showed up to the tournament. So my weight class was roughly the same, but it was like me at the time I was 18. There was another girl who was 21. And then there was a girl who was 36 and a girl who was like 38. So because they're, they didn't have enough people in we didn't have enough people in general to just have two different age groups they put us all together in one age group and which, then you won yeah so i won a couple that's this is a, this was different so oh. i won two of them so there's two it's jujitsu has so many elements you so, yeah, fight is, that, is it like um is it based on momentum or or what is it so you can win by submission you can win by the ref's decision you can win by points you can win by advantage there's so many different elements that come into it so like if i if i make you tap i win no matter what and normally the rounds are five minutes so let's say i'm fighting someone and we go the entire five minute round and i swept you and made you fall down so then i then have more points than you because i swept you and say like if i swept someone they never swept me back so then i have they, i have two points they have zero so i win by points um but it could be that i get eight points and they still submit me they would still win submission always okay. wins and, or and you, sometimes. And you you said you were eight two, or is that right? I'm or what? five two. Like five. I'm. Two. Oh, I was. Um, yeah. So I have won five and lost two. Yeah. Okay. So this is like I have two fights. Sorry, I'm like deaf. I'm so sorry if I like. No, that's okay. Can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> um, so three of my fights that I've um, won were in a tournament. So it was a bracket. So I had. Um, me and those three other girls in a bracket and we fought in gi then we fought in no gi all the same group of people so gi means you have like the jacket and the pants and the belt no gi generally you just have like leggings and a rash guard on or compression shorts and a rash guard on uh -huh. um and at this fight sometimes they also merge weight classes too which is gets really tricky so there was a girl who her weight class i think was like 210 like 210 pounds like she was really a, just a big person and her opponent just didn't show up and so she was merged into my weight class so then we had three people in the weight class who were all like 140 pounds and then we had this girl who was like 200 pounds because she was just she was really tall she was a really big person she was really uh -huh. strong too so i lost to her twice 
but I don't feel bad about it because she was really good. She yeah, so she's bigger. like over 60 pounds more than you. So that doesn't seem fair. Yeah, it does not seem fair. But she was like, I pay. You have to pay to compete usually. And she was like, I paid to do this. So I'm going to do it. And I was like, I respect that. Like, just come and get your gold medal and then leave. Like, you know, yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm not, I don't like I didn't feel bad about losing because I was like, I know I'm going to lose to you. So I don't really care. Like, yeah. And, and the other fights that uh, that you've won, were those by submission or by points? So let's see. I have two fights by submission. Those are both in my tournament. I had um, an ankle lock, which is where you kind of like wrap your arm around their ankle and you pull at it. So it, like, you, it's like you try when you submit someone, you, you're trying to like, like break them. So like, it's like if I arm bar you, I'm trying to break your arm. So you have to tap basically before I get that far. So my other submission was an arm bar. And then I have two other, I had a fight at that tournament that was by advantage so we had the same same amount of points, but I just performed better than her. So I won the fight. And then I have, excuse me, I did something called a super fight. So it wasn't a tournament. It was just me and one other girl. We both had a walkout song and we did our fight and that was it. And um, I've done two of those. And one of them, I, I won by points and the other one I won by um, another advantage or something. Okay. So, now, is, it, is it just girls that you fight or is it like both genders or... So just girls in competition, it's it's gendered just because I'm 20. So if I fight a boy who is also 20, who has the same amount of experience that I have, I'm probably not going to win because they're going to be a lot stronger. Just 20-year-old boys are a lot stronger than 20-year-old girls. I could hit the gym every day and try to be really, really strong, but it's, I'm never going to have to fight a boy in competition. So it's not like a huge deal to me. I'll train with guys. Um, because that helps me get a feel for if I do have to fight someone who's way, way stronger than me. But if you're fighting in a competition, unless you're a child, sometimes the kids, the fights are um, boys and girls, or they're not like the brackets are not gendered. But once you get to be an adult, they are just because it's not always fair to fight guys right. your age because yeah, that they're, makes sense. Yeah. they're generally a lot stronger. Yeah. And, and taller too. That's one thing. Does that, does that have yeah. an effect if, if you're fight, if you're fighting someone that's a lot taller or a lot shorter than you does that make any difference yeah, it does because someone who has really long legs probably plays really well on their back so jujitsu is similar to wrestling but you can play off your back and not lose if you're wrestling and someone pins you on your back you're done in yeah. just you can play from your back if you have really long legs it makes it easier to play like sitting down or laying on your back because you can use the length of your legs to keep your opponent away from you. If you're really short, obviously that's much harder to do. Um, it's easier for me to move you around if you're like just really compact, if you're just a small person yeah. versus like I'm tall for a girl. So um, it I, I have that advantage. I have longer legs, so I can keep the distance. So that does, it does make a difference. Is kicking legal? Is that allowed or no? No, there's no kicking. So it's, you can't strike. So submissions are chokes or um, extension. So if I extend your arm and, I, and you can hyperextend your elbow, so that's a submission. Or I can do the same thing to your knee. I can hyperextend your knee. Um, but there's no striking. So okay. it's just, yeah, it's just chokes and like arm bar, knee bar, ankle lock. That that's really stuff. cool. And you said, uh, you said your sisters did this too. Do you, have you fought them? So I've never fought my sister in competition. I have a brother. So I have a sister and a brother who both do it. My brother is 15. My sister's about to be 18. So if I were to compete 
and me and my sister are both blue belts too and we're both like the same size so if we were to do a competition we probably would be in the same bracket and we would have to fight each other but i probably just wouldn't do it because i get so sad when i have to fight her oh. um That's but so she sweet. doesn't she doesn't get sad she's way better than me too she's done jujitsu for like four years i've done it for like two and a half years she would just beat the crap out of me and just be like fine with it i would be sad <laughs> um we my brother too to <laughs> yeah like i i've seen kids in competition fight their siblings i just i couldn't do it it would make i would be like whatever just win or i would like i would just not do it i'd be like you know what you can just have the win we'll move on because it would just i don't know it would upset me i think just just walk up on the mat immediately tap out <laughs> yeah or even you could just not do fights. Like you can just, if they call your name three times and you don't show up to do the fight, the other person just automatically wins. I'd probably just do that. I'd be like, no, I'm not showing up. Just give her the win. Does that happen a lot? Um, Sometimes. I've gone to competitions where like, and then I'll go to watch competitions to support my friends and their opponents will just not show up. So they'll win gold medals and have zero fights because like their opponent just didn't show up. So that they just got the win automatically, which sucks. <laughs> I wouldn't flex that ever. Like, if that happened to me, I would be like, all right, I'm just going to throw this medal in the trash because, like, there's no point. Well, do you have um, medals? Yeah, I have two silver. So my two silver medals are – I've only done one bracket, and I came in second. So the bracket was the gi and the no gi one. Mm-hmm. Um, with so the, I have with two the larger silver. person. Yes. So I have two silver medals from that, and then I have two medals – from the super fight so it's not it's i guess the gold medal because i won the fight but um it's kind of it looks brass to me those medals are from winning the super fight so i have four medals right now okay i'm hoping to compete again soon how often do they have uh competitions like every weekend it just depends where you are so i teach kids who compete every weekend and they'll drive to raleigh they'll drive to charleston because where i live right now and where my gym is is it's in Indian land, South Carolina. So it's really close to the border of North and South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So it's close to Charlotte, but it's also close to like Rock Hill. So people compete in like Rock Hill. They compete in Charlotte. They compete in Raleigh. And it's, you can find one b- around you basically every weekend. Okay. Okay. And, and when was your, when was the last time you, you did that? You did one. Oh, it was in like February. I would love to do, I need to get back into competing. The last time I did was February. That was like the super fight that I did um that girl that i fought she was way older than me i think she was like 30 yeah i remember you um, posted because you won that one i did win yeah she was like 30 and i she was really into mma so her jujitsu was not as good but i'm sure if i fought her in mma she would have whooped me um <laughs> but um so it was like weird that because like i did a super fight once where the girl was my age but this one was just it's just interesting it's a weird dynamic when you're like really young and you're fighting someone 10 years older than you because you're like it just feels weird. <laughs> it's like you're an adult. I need to respect you, but well, you're you're also an adult. <laughs> well, yeah, technically, I guess. Let I'm me an tell adult you something. Now. I'm 24. I still don't feel like an adult. Yeah, I just turned 20. Everyone's like, "Oh, how does it feel to be 20?" And I'm like, "It feels exactly the same." <laughs> uh, let me think. From 20, no, from 17 to 22 was the exact same, and then when I turned yeah. 23, I just felt old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I felt old today because I went out to get smoothies with some people from church and I thought they were all my age. 
And I, I was asking, I'm like, how old are you guys? And like half of them were 17. And I was like, oh, I can't hang out with you. Like, I'm too old. See, that's interesting. Most of my friends have always been older than me. Like, I'm yeah. usually the youngest one in my group of friends. Yeah, I usually am too. This is the one time where I was like, I'm too old to hang out with you. So now I understand how my older friends felt whenever I would hang out with them. Because I remember... We we had you were in a we had college together for like I think it was one semester, and yeah. you, your sister and Maddie were the only ones around that were younger than me, and it was just so strange. Yeah, and I actually I had no idea you're 24. I thought you were like way older to be honest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, me and Zoe and Maddie, and even like me and Maddie are the same age, so we were both like 16 going to college, which was just like whack. And like, everyone who I knew was like 20 22 like they were all so much older yeah it, it's so odd because we'll be hanging out with maddie sometimes we're like oh let's go to a bar she's like oh i'm not 21 but i've known you for five years yeah it's like it's been so long yet we're still so young but <laughs> but uh so anyway how did you get involved in teaching and did you shift from like competing to focus more on the teaching so the reason i don't compete as much is because like i was injured for a while and then like Every time I compete, I always come away with like a black eye or like a bruised rib. So I have to take a little bit of time off. And I've also been on vacation for like two months in a row. So I haven't been like around enough to compete, but I didn't really necessarily shift like into teaching away from competing because I do teach the kids how to compete. But I mainly, I was teaching, like the first time I taught was because my coach was like, hey, the kids need to get better at this specific thing that you're really good at. So will you come and just teach a couple classes for the kids? Was that and nervous? The, no, yeah. I was not nervous. The, I, the kids loved me. That's but awesome. What was, what was funny, the kids had never had a girl teacher before. So I taught the class and I, did, I didn't teach them again for a while. And all the girls that would be like, when are you going back to teach? Because they had never had a girl teacher. And so it was like profound to them to see like, I guess like a high level like girl who did jujitsu because they just weren't a lot of girl teachers. You inspired um, them. I know. Well, now I do private lessons too um, with this one girl who just she just me like she gets so excited to see me and she like just gets so excited when I get to teach her. Um, That's awesome. But now I'm just like if I'm home and I'm not doing anything and I know that there's a kids class is gonna happen, I just I just go help teach it. Like I don't usually lead the class anymore. There's another guy who does. I just go to like hang out with the kids. Like I like teaching in general. I was teaching even just the regular like adult class for a while. Like my coach bought me like an instructional and he was like, okay, I want you to learn this to the point where you can teach it to everyone. And you're going to teach it for like five weeks. Um, and that's what I did. And that was scary. Teaching the adults is way scary than teaching the kids. Um, because a lot of the adults are like, way higher level than I am so I felt like insecure because I was like I'm not as good as you and here I am teaching you but I mean it's good experience because like like people say like teaching is the best way to learn yeah it is like the more I teach the kids I feel like the even they're, they're children but I still feel like I'm getting better because if I'm teaching it like I I'm memorizing it better but I can teach them how to put it into practice and then I learn just from teaching them how to put it into practice yeah and then the feedback that you get is probably also helpful to uh to improve and then your teaching gets better and then it's just a perpetual cycle of growth 
Yeah, it is. And this this little girl who I've been doing the private lessons with, like she competes almost every weekend. And every weekend her dad texts me and he's like, all right, she got, you know, two gold medals. She won all of her fights. She did really well. So it also makes me feel like less, like, you know, you get like imposter syndrome where you're like, I'm not actually good at this. Like I'm a fake, I'm a fraud. <laughs> like yeah. that's how I would feel. Um, and then I got more comfortable. I got more like, you know what? I, like I am good at jujitsu. Like I am really good. You're obviously and, good if the person you're training is winning all these medals. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that really helped me to be more confident and like, because confidence is like one of the biggest parts of jujitsu. If you're really timid, it's hard for you to win because if you're like, oh, I'm not that good. Like I'm not good. You're not going to win fights. You need to be confident. You need to be like, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to win this. Um, and so that helped me a lot with my confidence, just being like, you know what? I am good at jujitsu. Like I am good enough to teach it. Um, so, but mostly I teach the kids because I get bored during the day and I love kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Now, uh, the, your boyfriend that you met in jujitsu, is he still doing it? Does he, te- what is, what's the deal there? Yeah. So he still does jujitsu. He actually, so he, we were kind of just like friends for like a good couple months. Like I had done jujitsu for six months before we started dating. So there was a good period of time where we were just friends. And right before we started dating, he was like, Hey, I'm going to this new gym. It's cheaper. I like it better. Like, would you want to come with me sometimes? So I would go to jujitsu with him at this new place. And then we did start dating. And then we were just going to two separate gyms for a while. And then I just eventually just switched to the gym he was at. And he's like really good. Like he's been doing jujitsu for like four or five years. Like, Have you fought him? Yeah, I fight him all the time. I can never beat him. Yeah. One um, day, one day. I don't think I ever will. <laughs> um, he's really strong. He's really, really good. Like to the point that we'll just like train together. Like we won't even, I won't even be like seriously fighting and I'll just be like, we're training and I'll just stop trying because I'm like, why do, what am I even doing? Like, you're so good. There's like, there's no point in me even like actually trying anything right now. But we will, he, uh, we'll, we'll find him on a sick day, uh, and then maybe then you'll have a chance. Yeah, I'll make sure to record it too. <laughs> but we, like, when I was teaching the adults class, like, um, when my coach bought me that, you know, instructional video, he was teaching it with me. Like, so we'll, I think he's really respected at this gym too, because he's just, he is really good and he's really young. So he has a lot of potential, I guess. Like, same with me. Like, a lot of the young people who are really good, um, the older people will see, like, just this insane potential in them. And they'll, like, really, like, try to foster, like, um, they'll try to foster that, like, jujitsu skill into them. But um, so he, you know, is also really good. He, because he, like, works during the day, he doesn't really, like, teach. He's always late to class because we live kind of far from the gym. Um but he's still like he he's it's a hobby for both of us you know like um so he doesn't really teach that often but you know my coach really like respects him and he's like thinks he's really good so well that's awesome (laughs) this has been so like informative (laughs) yeah i know i was actually really excited because i could talk about jujitsu like literally forever i think it's it's a sport that anyone can do like some people join jujitsu when they're like 50 years old like anyone can do it um is I wouldn't necessarily say it's like a good self-defense sport because sure you can take people down or like judo throw them but if I was fighting someone I wouldn't if I was in a street fight I wouldn't try to like arm bar them so it's not necessarily great for self-defense but it's good it makes you really strong it builds your confidence like 
you make a lot of friends. Like it's a good, it's a good wholesome sport. Even though you're fighting people, it's a good wholesome sport. And I, I imagine there's lots of training that goes into this, like lots of practice matches or a lot of like, what kind of workouts do you have to do to prepare for this? So there is a lot of cardio, like so much, even like, especially before I compete, my coach will have us like run, um, like back and forth across the gym or we have like one of those cardio bikes that we'll have to do like we'll do it in intervals like interval training so we'll do like 30 seconds to a minute of going as fast as you can then you go slow for a little bit you go as fast as you can there's a ton of cardio even when you're just sparring because we'll do a lot of sparring after class you always spar and even that there's so much cardio in that because you're moving so fast and I already have like horrible lung capacity so I'm like I have a horrible cardio. That is one thing that like I have to do on my own too, like is practice like my cardio. Um, but yeah, you spar all the time. There's sometimes you go, they have what's called an open mat and you just go and you just roll. You just go and you like fight people. And it's that always friendly. So when you're at, yeah. When you're at the gym, it's always friendly. It's you never like, you never go and like actually fight people. It's always, you're always there to be nice and to like get better. But it does get intense. Like, it is you're actually, like, doing jujitsu. Like, Do you have a rival? A rival person? Like, at my gym or in general? Like, like you know, how, in, like, in all the movies, guys, like, oh, uh, this is, like, in Pokemon, they have rivals. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, the last girl that I fought, she was really angry. She really, I was trying to be nice. I was like, thank you so much for, like, coming and fighting me, whatever. You always say thank you after you fight. And she was just really just mad. So maybe she's my rival. <laughs> She'll come back for the next round. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was not happy. She also ended up, like, I think she weighed in, like, over like over the weight class, too. So I wasn't, like, super mad about it or anything. Like, I don't know. I always try to be nice. Normally, people are really, really, I fought people who are so nice. I fought this one girl twice, maybe three times, and I've beat her every single time. And she's always like, oh, do you want to come to my house for this, like, barbecue cookout? Like, she's a really nice person. Like, most, like, normally, like, you compete against someone, and they're, like, the sweetest person ever. Like, you don't really have, like, rivals. But, yeah, this, the last person I fought was, she was not happy about it. But. Well, that's awesome that everyone is uh, usually, for the most part, pretty nice, and, and they get along. That's that's not something that's really common in a lot of sports these days. Yeah. No, I know. And it's really, it's a big deal to go to someone else's gym and train. Like sometimes my coach will take a bus of people and they'll go to a different gym and just train with them. Like it's, it's they, you're generally encouraged to like, even though like obviously my the gym that I go to, I'm not going to stop going there, but he's always saying like on the days that you don't go here, like go somewhere else, like learn from someone else. Like it's, it's a bit like people are really big on like the community um so that they will actually take buses of people to someone else's gym and do a class at a different gym just to like learn like it's really it's not like in sports like in football it's like oh I mean I don't know that much about football but you they have the team the teams have like rivals it's like my family likes Alabama so naturally I have to hate Clemson yeah Um, as one does yeah so but in like jujitsu that you don't have that like everyone like everyone is just nice like every like I don't hate other gyms like even like the people that have beat me before like I know the gym owners and I think they're like the coolest people ever I think they're really good and I'm like you beat me because you're better than me and like because your gym is really good so like there's a lot of respect in jiu-jitsu it's not like it's not like I hate you because you beat me it's like you know what like I respect you you're better than me 
you know, let's be friends. Like, that's the whole environment. You're building a a whole network of friends and and you're all helping each other to get better and you're all moving up. And it seems really cool. Yeah. And it's nice because even there's people who I have beat in jujitsu fights before who I know if I ever wanted to train at their gym, they would be really welcoming because I, I know who they are. And I've had like, normally, like, I'll have a fight with someone and we'll like exchange Instagrams and like, will DM each other all the time. And just like, it's very, like, there's a big community aspect. There's, it's, there's really not like a lot of like rivalry. Like sometimes, yeah, you'll come across someone who is just like really mean and you beat them and they're really just angry about it. But, but yeah, most people aren't like that. Yeah. Like a lot of people are just really, they're just cool. Like, you know, I mean, that's the sport. Like you lose sometimes you got to get over it. Like yeah. <laughs> you can't be the best. Well, this was so fun. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Lily, for being here. And uh, this was awesome. All right. Uh, Lily, do you have any final thoughts? Um, do jujitsu. Look up jujitsu gyms in my area and get on it. Yeah, do it. You have no excuses. <laughs> you have no excuses. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everyone.